Welcome Correct. everybody to the Pass the Bag podcast. It's not enough for you to get that bag. You got to know how to keep that bag. And if you want to keep that bag, you got to share the bag. Share that oh. bag. That is a philosophy. Pass the Bag is all about culture, health, community. I am Adrian Black, one of your hosts, and my other hosts, Ryan with me, doing his thing. Tell him who you are, sir. The R, the E, the P. No, not really. Robert Patterson II. Thank you, my parents, for giving me this beautiful name. Some people call me uh, Mr. P from the 313. Uh, some people call me Bob, <laughs> Little Bob, <laughs> all of that. Uh, thank you all for joining us. This is the Pastor Bad Podcast. Like, subscribe. Uh, tell a friend, you know, pass that bag. Definitely tell a friend. We appreciate all of you tuning in. This is our third season. And um, what's going on, hey Black? How we feeling today? What's our bag? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling in my feelings today. Uh, mm. I've been meditating mm. and reflecting on my, on my childhood as of late. My birthday's coming up. Oh yeah. So birthday is always a, a time to reflect on what's going on in your life and you know what you've been through and where you're going. So mm. right now I'm I'm reflecting on you know where I've been and where I'm, where I'm going and, and what's going on. It's a little bit of a birthday bag, huh? So it's kind of a birthday bag. It's definitely the black bag of the day. Mm. And what is uh, it? you get into the bully bag, man. The bully bag. Okay, as a as a youth, I was on I found myself on more of the side of being bullied than than uh than as the bully. And even though I have, you know, been on both sides of this, but psych let's let's get into what bullying is before we uh before we let's give you some black ground black ground. Let's give you some black ground information. Break on, it on, down. On the bully mm-hmm. bag. Psychology Today is a great site if you're ever looking for information about, you know, psych, psych, psychological topics, counseling, things of that nature, mental health. It defines bullying as a distinctive pattern of harming and humiliating others, specifically those who are in some way smaller, weaker, younger, or in any way more vulnerable than the bully. Research into bullying has shown that the majority of bullies are antisocial and either unaware or indifferent towards the emotions and feelings of others. So um, I experienced bullying in my, in my childhood mostly, but uh, children who experience bullying are considerably more likely to suffer from anxiety. Yep, got that one. Sadness, yep, got that one. Depression, yep. Loneliness, yep. Eating disorders, yep. Uh, trouble with sleeping, not as much, and other health problems. But it's not just the people who get bullied that have these issues. This is what I found that was very interesting that I didn't know before. And if you know about this, if you knew about this before, tap in and let us know what you know. But witnesses of bullying suffer almost as much as the victims. Um, and individuals who witness bullying are considerably more likely to abuse alcohol, drugs, or tobacco, engage in truancy, that means just not showing up for work or school, and experience anxiety and depression. So just witnessing bullying is enough to also affect you. And uh, the last little part is um, bullies are, and not even, okay, so people who get bullied are affected. People who witness bully are affected. What about the bullies? Are the, are the bullies affected? Bullies are much more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, destroy public property, 
and wind up in physical altercations and become academic dropouts. And the studies also show that bullies are more prone to have criminal records and abuse their significant others and the children in their adult lives and abuse their children in adult lives. So it laid me that all of that thinking about that, thinking about my experience with bullying led me to a few questions like do bullies grow out of it. And the research says that some bullies do leave their behavior behind, but many do not. And uh, uh, many children who were bullies turned into anti antisocial adults. And how do you deal with the bully? Uh, that brings me to my first question, and then we'll kind of get into what the research says. Uh, what's been your experience with bullying, and what do you think is the best way to beat a bully? And yes, so that's my question. That's my question to all of you. I hear you, A Black. Yeah, let's get, uh, you know, I, I enjoy this one because this is um, something that enough people, unfortunately, this is a widespread enough uh, situation where I feel like we'll more than likely hear from at least one person uh, out there about this situation. Uh, so first, let me start by saying that I'm sorry to hear that those are things that uh, that you went through. Um, and of course, you know, I'm deeply saddened by knowing that these are things that, um, you know, are just so commonplace out here in the world. <clears throat> for, so for me personally, um, the best way to be the bully, uh, what I was taught was um, it's twofold. One of these things I know a little bit better or a lot bit better uh, on the back end, a little bit of age, a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of having, uh, you know, vocabulary that I didn't have then. Um, and I'll just go ahead and address that part first, which is separating a person from their behavior. You know, so we are not our actions. We are not our deeds. Um, so, you know, the idea that bullying, um, you know, versus a person being a bully, like you're a bully when you're bullying. Right. But when you're not bullying, you know, um, if uh, a bully is taking a break from that behavior and is, you know, doing these other things. And of course, these other things need to be accounted for when they're positive you know, behaviors and things like that, because that's a roadmap away from, uh, you know, those types of behaviors. And so I feel like that's something that I know now is very important. And it also addresses uh, what it is that you asked earlier, which is, you know, do bullies grow out of it or how, how do they grow out of it? Um, and then the other thing is uh, for me, what I was taught as a child, what I firmly believe in uh, as an adult is that you have to become conflict comfortable. I was taught uh, to just go straight, to just go straight into it. Like if someone, um, you know, like when I was a kid, I was the type of kid that if I'm in line and somebody's coming for somebody else's lunch money, um, maybe I wasn't always this way, but I learned it real quick, like super quick, you know, it's just one of the lessons you learn. If it's two kids who are, you know, the thugs of the schoolyard or whatever, and they're coming for somebody else's lunch money to run somebody else's pockets. And I'm six people away from that person. Uh, I'm getting out of line and I'm going up there and I'm and, and I'm saying something to them and I'm putting a stop to it because at that moment, you know, they're confused and they're confused because they think that I'm next. You know, even though they might not be focused on me, their actions are there to sow uh, uh, an environment of intimidation. Um, and I'm just, you know, was always taught that um, I'm culpable, I'm culpable if I. Uh, if I, if I don't do that and I am going to be next if I don't do that. So yeah, for me, I, I've been that type of person to where when it comes down to it, um, I just go address the situation. 
which is not just standing up for myself. It's also standing up for the person who's being bullied. Um, I just go straight to it. Um, and so, you know, you know, bullying is commonplace. So that became automatic for me. Um, just something that, and it works because bullies like the path of least resistance. And so when you put that resistance up in the beginning, from the very beginning that the uh, situation starts, when you put the resistance down, then, you know, whoever that person is, who's looking for weakness, man, it's just not worth it for them, you know? So, right. Yeah. How about you, sir? Uh, I learned. So from my experience, what ended up working for me mm. is that I just had to, for me, I had to fight back. Um, and even though fighting back isn't necessarily always the best strategy, you got to know the people that you're dealing with, know your enemy, know yourself. You know, go back to the auto war. We back at the auto war again. But like, know your enemy, know yourself. Um, I was, you know, getting bullied by these particular young ladies in my class. And um, and I didn't understand at the time that it was because I was new. It was because I was different and I was an easy target because I didn't respond. Like I didn't. I, I responded in a way that only encouraged them to bully me more. I didn't respond. You know, in a way that said, this is my boundary and I'm not going to take it no more. And so and I didn't I also didn't have any social accountability. Like nobody had my back. Again, I was at a new school. I didn't have any I didn't have many friends. And, it, and the friends that I did have just weren't in my environment at the time. They weren't in my classes. So the research says social accountability is one of the best ways to combat bullying. Um, it's because every every child is going to witness it at some point. So I think one of the best things that we can do as parents and as adults is help our children understand what are acceptable behaviors and what's not acceptable. Um, like okay. bullying is not accept it's not an acceptable behavior. And so it's easy for a bully to stand up against one or two people. But when a community of people, a group of people get together and say, like, this is not cool, bro. We don't think you should do this. Like, we don't want this. You know, it takes some guts. It takes some it takes some fortitude. It takes some very clear ideas about what's right and what's wrong. Um, but that's been that's been found to be one of the most effective ways. And I just didn't have that. So the only thing I had at the time was fighting fire with fire. Like you're going to talk. You're going to talk to me like I'm just going to give it back to you. And at, at one point and then eventually I just had to get creative and like I'm a funny person. Like, I'm, I'm, I have great social skills. People like me. I just need to use that. And I just use my strengths in order to overcome these bullies that were bullying me. And I think, come to find out, you know, one of the young ladies had a crush on me, you know, and it was just, it was just, you know, her way of, you know, like using it. And then, you know, come to find out, some of the people found out she got a crush on me, and the next thing you know, she was in line to be bullied, so she just doubled down on her bullying on me. Um, because, again, people just don't want to be in that line of fire. I think what I did learn from the experience is that even, even if you are bullied, it gave me tough skin. So when I ended up being in these environments where people, again, treated me differently because I was different, because I looked different, I was as an adult, you know, I was ever to, able to much more like handle my emotions where other people would get in situations where other people get very emotional, have outbursts. You know, I was chill because, you know, through my throughout my entire childhood, 
you know, people picked on me for one reason or another. So uh, Sorry, I developed thick skin in a way. No, nah, it's okay. I mean, at, the reason I guess I'm, I'm going back just to be vulnerable was that, you know, I developed thick skin because of it. And there were, and even though I don't wish that on anybody, you know, being mm. bullied or being picked on just because you're different, because you look different, sure. because you have sure. certain health health restrictions sure, um, sure. and health things going on. Like me, I have seasonal allergies. So, you know, two months out of the year, if I'm not properly medicated, you know, my nose is running, I'm sneezing, you know, and like when your child and kids don't understand stuff like that, kids don't understand allergies and like this person's like, you know, literally sick and there's nothing they can do about it. You know, the, the fact that their nose is constantly running, it's literally nothing this child could do about it besides get properly medicated and, you know, go to the doctor. But that's not something I could do as a child. That's something that my parents need to do for me. So, you know, that ended up in me getting bullied a lot as a kid. And and it, I developed this skin because of it, but it wasn't, I look back on it now and I realize how much damage has been done and I think and when I look over these side effects of what, you know, people experience because they've been bullied, you know, like these are all things that I deal with, you know, in my adulthood. Anxiety, for sure. Sadness, for sure. Depression, loneliness. You know, these are all things that I've had, you know, I've had to you know get counseling and, and work on. And I just wonder, like, how much of it stems back to you know, my childhood? Yeah, I mean, in, in some ways. You know, we, we, we may never know. Right. And that's where the sauce right. of acceptance um, <laughs> uh, becomes a, a nice flavor. I'm, I'm very curious about the feedback from our uh, audience, because I feel like it's very difficult to, um, you know, listen to you know your experiences and, you know, not to have it, you know, strike some sort of chord. Um, it's very, uh, you know, relatable. Um, situation um especially for you know a lot of people I think bullying is something that people uh encounter in, in some way shape or form and and the truth is that most bullies learn to be bullies um by either being bullied themselves or right. by having you know the experience and the trauma of watching someone else you know be bullied it's a learned behavior so um right. you know it's known the the pain of the situation and the relatability of the situation is there on uh, on both sides yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I can say I can say that I relate to you because so for me, there was a specific point in my life where uh, my uh, I, I was going to school with a lot of kids who were, um, you know, upper middle class kids or, you know, just, you know, I was in the suburbs. But uh, one of the places that that uh, I was living at the time um, was in a trailer park. And so, um, you know, me not understanding, I'm 13 or uh, let's see, how old was I? I was, I was 11 when we got there. So, you know, I was there from, you know, t basically 12 to 15, right? 11 to uh, a little bit past 11 years old to 15 in, in this trailer park. And then ironically enough, uh, and absolutely on the opposite end of the spectrum situations, but uh, later. But the thing is that these kids... They would, um, you know, they would they, they 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 would go in and do their best to, you know, to bully me based on me living in this trailer park. <laughs> and I'm laughing about the situation because I could see that it was an attempt to bully me, 
I think the most yeah. sort of successful thing that came from that was a bit of alienation or ostracization, um, mm. you know, and a little bit of, you know, self-imposed exile too, right? Because at that point, I like to think that my wits were sharp enough for me to understand that, um, you know, certain people, you know, I don't, I don't need to be around them if they treat me a certain way. So I, I did have that kind of healthy boundary and healthy self-respect even as a, you know, 12 and 13 year old. But there, you know, there was moments where, yeah, there was moments where, uh, you know, it, it was like a running gag. As a matter of fact, there was a basketball player. Uh, he passed away since passed away for the University of Michigan. His name was Robert Trailer. And so some people would call me Robert Trailer because this guy, uh, Robert Trailer, he went to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers later. Um, you know, he was a, a name that they all knew. So, they, you know, Robert Trailer. So for me, I didn't really feel it as much. You know, it wasn't really a tender spot, but I did understand right. that it was an attempt to bully me, you know, um, and it helped me to be able to understand the the the, uh, the social complexion and the complexities of the society that I was in. Then, um, yeah, yeah, that's an experience that I that I can that I can share, you know, to say that uh, it, it 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 was in some ways, uh, you know, I have to consider maybe I'm in denial or something like that, but I don't really think I'm in denial. I think I just was coming from situations that were maybe a lot harder than most of those kids had been exposed to. And so their attempts to bully me right. didn't really, didn't really matter because <laughs> I already had the coping mechanisms in order. Right. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of them had, you know, pretty cushy lives and, and things like that. Um, and so, you know, I, I was definitely coming from, you know, some pretty hard knocks, um, yeah, not necessarily even on the economic sense either, just hard knocks in terms of the environment that I was coming from. Have um, you ever been okay. really? Uh, I, ca I can't say that I haven't. And this is something that I became aware of um, probably b before my teen years were over, becoming aware that I maybe you could call me someone who bullied bullies. Um, because, um, you know, maybe I just wasn't so smart or in that way where, and, and, and by the way, so this is very vulnerable for me too, because, you know, again, I, you know, I've said it and I'll keep saying it, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a tough guy and in the ways that, you know, maybe I am a tough guy or that I, or that I am a legitimately hard individual, you know, I've definitely done my best to become softer over the years. And it's worked, you know, and if most people knew what they had to go through to become hard, you know, they would want to run the other direction as, as, as fast as they could, you know. So, you know, right. being some being someone who um, has has been in those spaces, what I saw was there were moments where I had to confront that when people would go to flip that switch, um, when I would basically you know, it's normal. There's a certain normality to it, unfortunately, you know, this bullying situation. But I, what I what I did find is I found that my willingness to engage in, in a sort of vigilant, vigilant spirit or whatever, my willingness to engage them um, to right their ship, so to speak. Uh, yeah, I was enthusiastic about it. Right. Um, I had to look to myself and say, okay, like, I, I feel like this is a thing that I have to face that I, I do have that, you know, 
especially being someone whose skin was already thick. Like I said, it was kids who were attempting to, um, it would be like water off of a duck's back, you know, um, <laughs> the way that their attempts would just, you know, bounce off of me. And in a lot of ways it was serious, right? It was, it was, it was a characteristic of, you know, me being at risk in another way. Right. So, you know, what is it that I've gone through as a child to where other children attempting to bully me or attempting to, you know, get some kind of rise out of me just so didn't affect me to where I would just, you know, stone face, like not even, you know, be moved. And then, and I did have to, you know, look and say, yeah, I did. There were people who were bullies who I would go to bully them. Um, and yeah, that just came from, you know, put, putting the, putting my foot on the gas in terms of doing what in some ways I think is the appropriate thing to do, which is checking with them to see, you know, how are they feeling today? Or, you know, are you feeling small enough about yourself to where you want to go try to take it out on somebody else? This is the tone that I might assume with them. Right. But then it also, there's a line. And when you go across that line, you know, then, then you're bullying someone yourself. So I was that type of person who, uh, even as a, as, as a teenager, I would approach another teenager like that. And, you know, but there were times where, yeah, I absolutely had my foot, you know, down way too hard on the gas or it just might, it, it just might not even have been that person's day. So somebody who might've had a, a reputation as someone who was a bully or someone who, um, you know, uh, people didn't like in that way or whatever, there might've been an off day for them where they had that thing turned off and, you know, me knowing that they had those kind of tendencies, I might, I might've went in on them on an off day right? where they weren't actually doing anything. And, you know, of course this is all, there's a public aspect, you know, public element to this, right? So, you know, you have to serve it up in the, uh, as above, so below. So a lot of times that, that kind of thing happens publicly, right? So you serve it back to them publicly. So, yeah, I, I can say that I understand that that is a type of bullying um, and that I was effectively, you know, bullying bullies, so to speak. Yeah. Wow. Which, um, yeah. Might have made me the worst bully of them all. When, where were you when I was getting picked on? <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, I'm with you. And uh, what I guess one of the one of the things that I learned, well, going back to the question, have I ever been a bully? I think I've been a bully because, you know, like as a person who was bullied, you know, you look for, you know, you look to take that anger out on somebody, you know, like I wasn't bold enough, you know, to, uh, you know, go against my my bulliers um, because I was uh, I was very uh, non-confrontational and I still I still am in a lot of ways. Um, and I. I learned that I had to embrace embrace confrontation and embrace softness um, in order to in order to overcome my bullying situations. Um, when I say embrace confrontation, there were moments where I just had to address it. There was no there was nothing getting there was no getting around it. There was no I, if I avoid it, it'll go away. There was no if I ignore it, if I ignore them, they will stop. They they did not stop, <laughs> and the only way to to get through this thing was to go straight to this thing and address it. Right. And in and in and in that confrontation, you know, a lot of times you gain some respect. And now, when I say confrontation, I'm not saying I went up and like 
punch somebody or I was trying to fight. But I had to say, you know, like, what, what did I ever do to you? Like, what, what's, what's your beef with me? Like, what's, what's the problem here? Okay. Um, and to, and to be able to have those conversations sometimes is, is important. But also, I had to embrace my softness. I had to embrace who I was. You know, I had to embrace the fact that, you know, that I I like to sing and I go to church, and I had to embrace the fact that I wasn't like everybody else. And and I had to embrace the fact that you know I'm not going you know like fight people like I'm not a fighter like I just had to embrace that I had to understand that about myself and get to a point where it's like I'm cool with this like I'm cool with not not attacking other people like I'm cool with being the person that is peaceful <laughs> you know like I just had to embrace like my soft skills. And we we've talked about it in past podcasts, you know, hard skills versus soft skills and how important soft skills were. And like I never knew that I had developed such great skills that would help me so much. You know, then I go on to study, you know, human services counseling um, and 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 then work in art and entertainment and realize that, you know, having the soft skills that I developed, you know, are some of the best skills are some of the reasons why I have been so successful. Um, So. Those who have been bullied, or maybe you are being bullied right now. Uh, my my tips my tips are community. Community, uh, find find those um, people in your in your circle in your community in your online community that can you know offer support, um, and that and find people in your community in your in your circle that can you know stand with you. When you go to confront these bullies, you know, like, um, or when you go to confront your issues, your problems, like have support. Uh, you don't have to do it alone. You are not alone. Most people have been bullied, witnessed bullying or have been a bully. Like every every person probably falls into one of those three categories. So. Knowing that now that you're on with that information, you can take it out into the world and and use it. And, and then the second tip after a community, I would say embrace who you are. Um, if you're getting bullied, you know, about how you look, you're getting bullied about the decisions that you make, the clubs that you're involved in, you know, your sexual preference, you know, embrace it, lean into it. Um, and, and, and wear it as a badge of honor, you know, like it's, it's your superpower. Uh, and it doesn't have to be something that you ridicule yourself for. And, you know, like like you say all the time, it's not what you're called, it's what you answer to. So there is the external conversation that's going on in the world always. But then there's that internal dialogue that you have with yourself. And I had I'm learning. I'm just learning to take control over that internal dialogue because it belongs to me. It comes from me. Um, and when I say control, I just mean monitoring like Every thought I don't have to accept as a belief. You know, I have a thought it doesn't have to be my belief. Like if I think that, sure, you know, sure. if I think that I am unhealthy because of, you know, choices that I made with my diet and with my daily activities, you know, doesn't mean it's true. You know, it sure. doesn't mean that, that or even if it is true, it doesn't that doesn't have to be a debilitating belief. And that, that doesn't be, have to be a truth that will remain true either, you know. Right. It could be something that I'm working on. I'm working towards changing and 
and I'm putting energy into doing something different. And that's something that could be commended. So everybody has a different experience with bullying. I would love, 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 love for <laughs> our community to tap in and let us know were you bullied, were you the bully? Um, what are some tips Absolutely. that you, you've had that helped you overcome bullying or being bullied? And uh, and we didn't even talk about cyberbullying, which is the next level. Um, which which is just um, I think cyberbullying. I, I love it, man. I, I, let's get into that bag in the future because I think that cyberbullying has a lot more of a harassment element to it, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, you know, bullying is a type of harassment, but the cyber uh, harassment, you know, cyber bullying type thing, I think. Is so much more dependent on the harassment uh, aspect than uh, than the other, you know, bullying. Because you know, you can be so you can be super quick and dirty in person, right? You can roll up on somebody, right? Not say anything to them, you know, push them up against the wall, you know, run their pockets, you know, look them in the eye. The whole situation can be over in 15 seconds, right? right. It can have, you know, it can have impact that'll affect the rest of the person's day. You know, what did you do? Did you take their shoes? Did you take their money? You know, did you just right. go and, and physically intimidate them and then go off? But, you know, cyberbullying is <laughs> a lot more like uh, of a uh, hey that you have to, you know, keep putting on until the camel's back is broken, right? Like if you just roll up right. on somebody once in cyberspace, <laughs> it's not going to say, you know, like how can you really roll up? What are you going to do? You're going to call somebody It a, does though, man. Like, can, I mean, can it be the about... equivalent of the 15 second uh, uh, or, you know, 30 second or one minute encounter in, in the cyber uh, bully space? I think so. Um, like, let, really? I mean, okay. in a moment of, in a moment of vulnerability, because it, like, uh -huh. it's all the same, right? Like okay. the target live, is vulnerable. Live live streaming and somebody uh, and somebody comes in and, and, and says something crazy. Uh, right. Just one one time. I mean, it's just not one time. It doesn't have that physical element, but okay. we know that the mind responds to the physical and the metaphysical the same way, right? Like there's research know. that I says. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna uh, go with that statement because I don't know the context of how we define. Right, let me let me let me explain. That, but, like, I'm, but I'm with you. I'm there's research that says. There's research that says, like, you can think about a, a certain pain, like ghost limbs, for example. I got you. Yeah. Like I got ghost that. limb research. Like, you can feel pain in a limb that's not even there just because, mm. like, the way our brains are wired. So, I hear you. like, I use that to say, to, to draw the comparison of, like, you can feel something and have a physical reaction to it. Um, based on what your brain chemistry and what your what your mind is doing, so yeah, I yeah, think I you. if you if you're bullied online, or if you're like physically pushed up against a wall, I don't I don't have the research in front of me, and I would love to see you know if anybody out there knows like you know more information about this, I would venture to say that you know it would have a similar effect. Yeah, um, I want to know if the people the people who are listening can help us. Uh, get some options for what is the cyberbullying equivalent to a, like a 60 second encounter with one or more bullies in physical form. Like, that's what I'm curious. I'm curious, like, what does cyberbullying look like? I, I, I guess I have an idea if someone is like a crazy hacker or something like that and they hit you like right. that, you know, that they've, you know, violated your privacy or something like that and they, you know, send you something that only takes, you know, uh, a moment for them to send to you to for them to, you know, let you know that 
they're in there or or or, or whatever. Um, but I guess at that point, then it becomes like more than bullying, right? But it, yeah. Um, well, it's a personal man. attack versus non-personal, right? Like a bully can be, you just you just there. It's just you in that moment, and they need a dollar, so they're taking your dollar, you know. <laughs> or it could be, or it could be like, I know Adrian is gonna show up with two dollars every day because I've been bullying him every day. I mean, it could be a personal attack, like. Adrian's gonna show up with two dollars because he knows if he don't show up with my money, you know right. it's gonna be a problem. So right. like, and I've been bullying and extortion every yeah, day, yeah. you know. So it's like you can get the personal attack, like on a cyber bullying. It could be somebody that could personally attack you because they know something about the situation. Like they come up and say, you know, this person is a liar. They say blah 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 blah. I have video. I have you know, and they, like they don't have video, but they can come out and say this online, and the next thing you know, like. Other people are are running with the idea, and that's it becomes a personal attack. Versus well, congratulations. Where it's, go ahead. Congratulations, making this interesting uh, because I'm now obsessed with this. Like, I want to know what is the cyberbullying equivalent. I want I want to hear people chime in. What is the cyberbullying equivalent of you know the the uh, like a 60, 60 second bullying encounter out in the physical world? I want to know this. I want to know the. And maybe some people can tune in and say. You know, with their own experiences have had, uh, have been, unfortunately, you know, I hope nobody has been cyber bullied, but probably the way the world works, maybe it's uh, happened. Yeah, but it makes me wonder what is like, what is a quick and dirty? My understanding of uh, cyber bullying is that it, it, there has to be like this consistency, and you know, it has to continue, you know, over time. And, you know, that person has to be like super dedicated and like keep pouring it on and, you know, also like kind of drum up other people's support. And when I think about bullying out in the in the physical world um you know i think it's a it's a yeah yeah anyway uh, that's how i feel about the situation you know I, I like the bag it's a great bag bro yeah i would love love for our audience love the community to pass the bag everybody in bag land in the bag community let us know what you think <laughs> about all, baby. bullying cyber bullying ways that you've overcome bullying ways that you have stopped bullying others ways that you have been a bully even though you didn't think you were being a bully uh it's it's a vulnerable topic it's a very vulnerable topic um bullying has lasting effects as we as we can see you know my life for a particular example and i have a great life but, <laughs> but I, i've been hey. affected by you know things that have happened in my childhood and i'm not ashamed to say um, right. I'm not ashamed to say that I was bullied. I'm not ashamed to say that I've picked on people. Um, and uh, and anybody that I have picked on, if you're listening to this, I apologize because I was hurt. And hurt people hurt people. Yeah, um, I'll say so, this. I appreciate you going there and uh, setting the example. Like, I, I have a particular um, instance. And I, I may have shared this with you, and I may not have shared this with you in private, but I, I have a particular instance where someone who I grew up with who, you know, had this, we can call it a, a certain type of codependent relationship. You know, they were known to be uh, a, a bully and things like that. Um, and we were definitely frenemies. And there were times where they attempted to bully me. And there was times where I was, um, you know, very uh, responded with a lot of aggression. Um, but yeah, there, there's things that, you know, those people as adults, you know, told me about my impact in their life that I'm absolutely not proud of and ashamed of and not going to uh, uh, say uh, here on the air, at least not on this episode. Maybe that'll be a different piece of content. 
but you know uh having been told that thing um you know by them um one particular you know uh instance man i'm glad that you can say those things man that that that, that you are um you know, not ashamed, man, because I can definitely say I have shame. You know, I had to hear those things in order for me to understand, you know, the impact of my aggression toward uh, toward an individual who not just me, but a lot of people regarded them as a bully in the way that I interacted with them, um, you know, because there were things about the, you know, said people that I admired. Right. Like when, it, when everybody's made up of, um, you know, virtues and and. Uh, whatever the opposite of virtues is the word escapes me at the moment, you know, but everybody has things that we admire about them and things that we don't admire about them. And so, yeah, this is someone who in certain ways, you know, uh, you know, I admired their confidence or thought that they were cool in certain ways or whatever, whatever. And there were times where I was happy to be associated with them, but when that behavior would come up, you know, I would just respond. So, uh, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I went too far, right? Well, certainly I went too far. Um, but I appreciate it, man. I'm so happy for you that you don't have to experience, you know, the type of shame that I have. Um, I'm happy for anybody who's listening <laughs> that they don't have to experience the kind of shame uh, that I have, you know, because it's well, nothing I mean, to be proud I'm of. Definitely, let me get let me let me just to clear that up. I'm definitely ashamed of of the things that I've said and, and done to hurt people for sure. Um, mm. Um, mm. So, yeah, I won't say I'm not I'm not, I'm not ashamed of the fact that people have said and done things to hurt me. Because mm, um, I've learned but from I, those things. I hear you. I, I don't know if that's what you said, though. I think that you were just saying that uh, that you're not ashamed to share about these yeah. things, versus True. that you I mean, that you weren't ashamed of your of your actions. Like I, I would I would say because I think that the thing gets a little bit more extreme. You know, we know that part of the difference between you know our upbringings, right, is that you haven't ever really been in the streets, right, and that I've been in the streets, <clears throat> and so. There's a whole completely different element, you know, when the street element comes in, um, where the For negativity sure. just goes, you know, exponentially uh, higher. For sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, without without do without, that as a, that'd be a great pod one day. Um, hmm. You know, like the comparison of, I guess the 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 normal child's life, the normal United States American child's life when you're in the streets versus when you're adjacent. Man, giving love to the streets, showing love to the streets is, is is always the right thing to do. I hope that everybody here who's uh, who's listening will remember this. You know, I like to say it. I love having an opportunity to share this saying, which is, you know, listen, the schoolhouse, uh, you know, the, the courthouse, the jailhouse, the outhouse, you know, all of those institutions that people love, um, all of those institutions in human civilization, they're all built on the streets, you know. The streets is was holding them up. So without the streets, there would be nothing, you know. So anybody who balks at, scoffs at, uh, thumbs the nose at the streets is just somebody who doesn't understand that fundamental principle about civilization. The streets are the first thing that have to be strong and in order in order for you to be able to uh, have a foundation to build anything else. Yeah, that's the bad. Yeah, and that's that's meditate. That's metaphorically and <laughs> And literally, um, so we do it. I love on it, man. I love it. Everyone, <laughs> pass the bag. Get so we do it. Bag. Pass the bag. <laughs> pass that bag. You know, like it's not enough for you to get that bag. You got to know how to keep that bag. If you want to keep that bag, you got to share that bag. Please let us know what you think about bullying. We're gonna see you on the next podcast. Let's get into that next bag. Boom.